Hey, Austin and Connor. <laughs> it's it's great to see you guys here today on this fine morning. Yeah, I uh, man, I, I was checking StubHub the other day for this Demi Lovato concert that's yeah. going on right outside the the station. I, well, I why you mean outside in. my house, right? Outside uh, yeah, my house. No, outside of our studio. Oh yes, our studio house. Yeah, in, uh, in the suburbs. Right, in, in, in a garage. Uh, yeah, and uh, mm-hmm. I was looking for tickets to go see DJ Kaled and uh, Demi yeah. Lovato. Is that the guy who just says DJ Keld a lot? Right, it's the the jet ski man. Yeah. Ding 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 anyway. ding 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 ding. Hey, I just rode up on my bike, guys, and oh, I've been looking oh, at Ticketmaster hey, all day. Hey, that, I was just telling Trey, and I can't find the Demi Lovato tickets. Yeah, I'm oh. having the same problem. There, there's no tickets anywhere on StubHub. Well, guess what, guys? StubHub sucks. You know what's good? It's a little thing called SeatGeek. What? Yeah. It's Wait an app on your phone. It's also a website. You can Do go tell. On, most likely. I'm gonna hit this. And uh, SeatGeek is always the first place I go to look for tickets for games or concerts. You know, I got the SeatGeek app on my phone, and I just used it the other day to buy those Demi Lovato tickets that everyone was clamoring for. And it was so easy, man, because they do all the price comparisons for you by searching multiple ticket sites and ensuring you get the best possible deal. SeatGeek does all the work, and you guys save time and money. Hey, will you sing us a Demi Lovato song on our way to the the concert and SeatGeek wants to help you get your most bang for your buck that's why every ticket on SeatGeek is given a grade based on value you'll immediately see any underpriced seats and be able to find the best deals that fit your budget best of all guys best listen you listening yeah my ears small ears my ears are Are, are your little ears listening they're open all ears Best of all, listeners to Super Gamescast 64 gets a $20 rebate off their first SeatGeek purchase isn't that pretty cool guys all you got to do is download the SeatGeek app, go to the settings tab, and click add a promo code. Enter the promo code. Super. Super. And then SeatGeek will give you $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. Cool. Download the SeatGeek app and enter the promo code SUPER today. And you could go see Demi Lovato with Trey. Yeah. Yeah, you could. We sing me a Demi Lovato song. But make it SeatGeek themed. Hey everybody, this is Nolan North, and I've already stopped listening to Super Gamecast 64. <sighs> you should too. Let's go! What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Super Gamescast 64. The show all about your favorite video games. And a lot of it's not about that, but it's not. We try. We try. We try to make it about video games, guys. You know, we, we, we all we can do is try. Uh, the voice you just heard right there was Connor Reisenhoover. How you doing, Connor? I'm doing great, Trey. Doing amazing? I'm doing great. Okay. Uh, right there, we have Austin and Goodery. Hi there. How you doing, little buddy? I'm great. You're all shaved up? Got your little beard gone? Yeah, the weather's warming up. Spring is, uh, is In the here. Air. And it's time to... You know, it's time for rebirth. Yeah. Time to bust out. Sure. Bust time to butt. turn back the clocks That's this right. uh, Sunday. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah. Are you there? Oh, it's Sunday? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's Sunday. Yeah, it's I don't a- give a shit about that one hour of sleep. We I know, because uh, I have some friends who are doing a wedding on that day. Oh, wait a minute. What Everyone's going to be late. It, what time does it roll over? Like 2 a.m. On Sunday? So we'll go from 1.59 to 3. On Sunday. Uh-huh. Okay, I'll have to. Oh, Sunday night? Yeah. So I have, I'm missing an hour of work. No, 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 no. Saturday into Sunday. Oh, never mind yeah. then. So you're actually 
losing that hour of sleep and you still have to come up to the station and produce. Yeah, it's ridiculous. One of my favorite. Oh, ooh, yeah. I did forget about that. You better check that clock, Trey. Yeah, better check that clock. One of my favorite Adult Swim bits they do every year is during the fall rollback. Uh, they have a, there's a like 15 minute show they have called Off the Air and they do a they do an off the air marathon from 2 a.m. to 2 a.m. Because it just, it runs right over that hour that mm-hmm. gets rolled back. Very silly. That's very silly. Hilarious. A little housekeeping. I was on a podcast on the Blowout Network this week with uh, Megan, Megan's movie podcast. Oh, I love Megan's movie podcast. Yeah. And what film were you discussing? Well, it's... Let's it not... Was, let's not was it The Shape of Water? It was The Shape of Water. <laughs> yeah, we had a little conversation about The Shape of Water and sort of about... A little bit about sort of the Oscars and kind of the nominees, some of the nominees. Did you guys kind of talk about... If the fish man did it for you, or... Yeah, no. We didn't oh. really talk about that. Oh. Mike Saroy did a very uh, suggestive hand motion to me today that was apparently in the movie where the mute lady goes like this, and oh, then yeah. she opens her hand and does a little penis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gesture. She showing how the uh, penis comes out. Did Mike see that movie? Yeah. What do you think about it? That's Mike Saroy of it. the Blowout Podcast Network. He liked it. <gasps> Trey, we can't hear you talking off mic. He liked that, but not Blade Runner. Trey, nobody liked Blade Runner. Everyone loved Blade Runner. No, I don't know why. You keep changing your cover photo and your profile picture to Blade Runner stuff. Yeah, because it's amazing. Visually, All right. maybe. All right, we're cutting this off. Yeah, this we're getting we're much. getting film cast. No, anyway, here. yeah, yeah. So uh, check that out. I'm sure you do. If you listen to this podcast, you probably listen to that podcast. If you like Trey, you will love that episode. Yes. If you like me or Austin, you'll hate it. You'll hate mm-hmm. it. But I think Austin showed up on another podcast that we actually don't name. This Are you were you show. on another podcast? Yeah, I I ran in and gave my Shape of Water opinion. Oh yeah, on our, our films cast. Yeah, we recorded. I scared Spencer real bad. Yeah, you did scare Spencer. So if you like movies, you can listen to Super Films Cast sixty four. That's the podcast I do with two of Austin's best friends in the whole wide world, Adam and Spencer. But They're not on the Blowout Network. It that is, is not on the Blowout Network. That's its own feed. That's on Trey's network. That is on my the the, the Supercast sixty four network. Nice. And maybe. We'll uh, have a new podcast on that network, possibly have a new podcast. On the Supercast network? Super TV Cast 64. Really? Uh, yeah, me and Travis Mia, uh, we're, we had this in the works for a while. Oh. We thought about maybe just reviewing a season of a TV show every month. We can do it. Yeah. Uh, so it might be coming around. I don't know. It's not going to be anything too big. Uh, it'll be like once in a while kind of thing. So Sweet. that might be happening in the pipe. Pause the podcast. Yeah. Trey, is there a better Wi-Fi than this? That's the only Wi-Fi. It's taken... Uh, You're not down... Stop downloading a game. It's taken about 20 minutes to download one gig. Well, stop downloading... God, stop downloading your game. I have 16 more gigs to go. Stop doing it's it. It's not going to be ready by the time... Why are you going to play during the show? Because I'm addicted to it now. You know what? Honestly, this is fine. Leave it in. I'm leaving this in. Austin is trying to download a game. <laughs> He's trying to, to download Age of Empires. Show. At least I'm not watching films during the podcast. I don't watch films during the podcast. When, when have no, I ever watched don't. a film during the All right. podcast? Here's what we need to do. We need to move on to what have you been playing. Yeah. Fine, I'll tell you what I've been playing. I've been playing Age of Empires Definitive Edition. Uh-huh. Definitive Edition on my PC computer at home. And uh, it's a lot of fun. It's a real shitty game. Graphics are crap. Compare it to Civ Six. Uh, It's like um, if Civ Six was like... um. A new like Maserati, uh, Age of Empires Definitive Edition is like um, it's like a goddamn tricycle with a new like coat of paint on it. That's pretty much what it is. It's still fun to ride, 
Uh, but it's it's no Maserati. You know what I mean? You know what a famous comedian once said? Compare and contrast, I guess, just as far as gameplay. Those two games. What's famous comedian called? once said, sometimes you need to plow a four to appreciate Nate. Who said that? Famous comedian. Anyone said that? I think it's a Connor. No, Daniel Tosh definitely said that. Oh. Famous comedian? Daniel Tosh is famous. Comedian? Says Trey, who's doing (laughs) improv at the Dallas Comedy House. Who? (laughs) Who? Daniel Tosh? He did that Tosh.0 show. Okay. Anyway. Anyway, I've been playing the Kirby Star Allies demo. Talk more about uh, Age of Empires Redux to remaster. Talk (laughs) more about that. It's just like a super stripped down... Real time yeah, strategy, strategy game. Uh, I mean, it's fun. I mean, is it a newer? Is it just an older? Is it an older? I know it's a PC game. Like, is it it's a the original one from 1997? But it's remastered, right? So, oh uh, yeah. So Microsoft is working on Age of Empires four, mm-hmm. and in the meantime, they're remastering all three. Uh, apparently, Age of Empires two is the Civ four of, of Age of Empires. It's okay. like the one everyone loves. It's the best. Uh, one. So they've only remastered the original right now. It's called mm-hmm. Age of Empires Definitive Edition. Mm-hmm. Soon they'll have Age of Empires two Definitive Edition, and if all goes well, then they'll have Age of Empires three Definitive Edition followed by Age of Empires four, which I'm excited about. I I really like turn based strategy. That's my favorite games, but there's just something exciting about real time strategy to take the edge off sometimes, you know? Uh, and so I've been having fun. I've been playing through the tutorial because I've totally forgotten how to play. I'm almost done with it. It's really long. Um, and then we can get playing. But yeah, I've been playing that. Excellent, man. Yeah, I've been playing the Kirby Star Allies demo. That's a free demo, right? Same. Oh, uh, no, you have to pay for it. It's uh, $25 no, for the demo. Uh, and uh, it's been really fun. How are you playing it? Mm, what do you mean? Are you playing with multiple people or are you playing no, by I'm yourself? No, I'm playing when I crap at work. <laughs> okay. On my own. Nice. No, it is a free game, though. It is a free demo. Yeah. Yes, it is a free, free. demo. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. It's very colorful. Graphics look great. Um, I hear it's really easy. Well, I've, I picked the easy. It, when you do the tutorial, it's like, do you want to do the easy course or the hard course? I picked the easy one. It's been really easy. Uh-huh. I've done both. Okay. Uh, I played Kirby Star Allies with Jessica, actually. Okay. Uh, and we did the tiny little, mm. we each had a little uh, side of the controller. Slide on the snappers? Yeah, we slide on the snappers. I don't think I put my snappers on at all. Mark that. <laughs> I don't know why would, why would you ever need that, but keep that <laughs> audio for something. <laughs> but uh, Have you even put your snappers on, Austin? No, I never put the snappers <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah, I don't get the point. Okay, anyway, so we were playing it co-op like that, and it's actually really fun. Yep. Uh, it is really easy, but I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. We played the really hard level, uh-huh. um, and it's not even really that difficult. And I'm sure the demo is made to be as accessible as possible. The final boss, uh, you fight DDD in the hard okay. level, and it's kind of difficult. Like yeah. if you were playing by yourself and you didn't have like any other person playing, I could see how it be- might be a little difficult. Because uh, he moves around on the screen a lot, and that's something about the Kirby games is you can't move that fast. Yeah, it's like your mobility is not great, so the mobility of the bosses, if they are very mobile, makes it pretty difficult. And so I could see if you didn't have two people or three people playing, how it would mm-hmm. be difficult. It's really fun. It you, is. You can combo moves. Yeah. Can you, you do that by bugs? yourself? You can do that by yourself, right? Yeah. The computer's just auto combo. Mm-hmm. Yes. You uh, you hold up on the. Control stick is that what it is? Yeah, and he yeah. holds it. Yeah, you you wouldn't know, Trey. I'll I'll download the demo. 
It I've looks, never been in a Kirby. So it looks fun. Really? It looks colorful. I'm not a Kirby kind of it's, guy. It's, you know, the third string mm-hmm. of uh, Nintendo yeah. games. Like that and Yoshi games are kind of... I think Yoshi's above Kirby. I, mm. The character's above, but not right. the game. Yeah. Game-wise, yeah. they're probably on the same. I don't know. I think Yoshi might... Yeah, because Yoshi's probably behind Donkey Kong. Let's rank that tier. Do you count... Do you count... Uh, Super Mario Bros. or Super Mario World 2 Yoshi's Island as a Yoshi game? I guess it kind of is. Do you play as Yoshi? Yeah, you play it as Yoshi. Yoshi game. It's a Yoshi game. Yeah. Well, if you're ranking... So you got... Obviously, you got Mario. Uh, Mario, Zelda, and Pokemon, I think, are top Yeah, tier. Mario, Zelda, yes. Pokemon are top. I think top. second tier, you've got... Metroid. Metroid. Star Fox, maybe? Man. Ooh, dude, I'm going to kick Star Fox down one. It might be down. I mean, 64... I think tier two is going to be kind of... I say Donkey Kong, Metroid, and Donkey Kong. Yeah, Metroid, Metro- Donkey Kong, F Zero. No, F Zero is a three for sure. Nah, not Pikmin. No, Pikmin's I think Pikmin's above Kirby and Star Fox. I think Pikmin is tier two, and okay. I think I think they at least treat it like it's tier two because yeah. they release Animal Crossing is tier two. Yeah. Yes. Um, I can't wait for Animal Crossing. There was a time when there was a time when uh, F Zero was tier two, but it's no longer no. tier oh, two. No. They've uh, replaced that with Mario Kart. I'd say Splatoon is tier two. Now Splatoon. What are we doing? Are we doing game or like franchise? Okay. I just mean the way that's why Star Fox is. I think I did. Yeah, I think I just mean the way that Nintendo treats them when those releases. Well, I'm saying, are we are we doing is the way that Nintendo treats the games or the characters? Because I think Kirby. I'm talking about the game, the franchise, like the games. Because like Kirby has much more of a presence than the games do. Because there's not many Kirby games. They don't come out that often. But Kirby still. Yeah. Is like a Nintendo mascot. Yes, hundred percent. You could. It's very recognizable. But I think. Well, yeah. I guess you're right. I guess it is top because they do keep making those games. Mm-hmm. I, I guess we're kind of combining two things here. Um, yeah, I, I guess as far as like the, the, them making games constantly. Yeah, Kirby's I think I just here. I just meant the amount of fanfare and love and okay. attention Nintendo gives to each of these releases when yeah, they come out. Yeah, like, that's a good way to so Mario like, and Z- Mario and Zelda and Smash and Pokemon are their they're going to be their tentpole yeah. releases. And Metroid, you know, it's there's it has a very rabid fan base, but mm-hmm. it's not they don't sell like those other games do. Nope. No. That's a and, that's yeah. a tier 2 for sure. Mm-hmm. And then Donkey Kong is probably tier 2. Yeah, which is weird because those games are. I mean, they're fine. I, I want to get Tropical Freeze. It's fun, man. On I have it for the Wii U. It's yeah. the Crash Bandicoot of Nintendo games. And uh, anything else you've been playing? Yeah, uh, I played Fortnite. Okay, I yeah, both of you've been playing Fortnite. I downloaded it. It's taken a while. So, so. I bought it in July, back when before yeah. it was Battle Royale, just regular old Fortnite. I remember we 60. did the story about the uh, Al or going into beta. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Paid sixty dollars for yeah. it, for the disc. Now all these damn kids and their Fortnite. Yeah, so uh, they still have the PVE that's player versus environment. Mm-hmm. Uh, but are they the, updated that at all? I don't know. But the main attraction is the battle royale. Yeah. So uh, I played that for the I played the battle royale for the first time, and it's the first time playing Fortnite since the uh, since the since I bought it. The summer I played a few times. Yeah. Um, and I'd totally forgotten how to play, but I got thrown onto that little island. And I huddled into a little house for maybe 20 minutes and just built walls up and traps and stuff. And then the I had to keep you know moving closer. And uh, I ran out into a field and got shot. And is it still kind of the PUBG thing where there's like a circle and the circle yes. closes? Because the plot of the 
player the PVE is there's like this evil storm. There's like storms that will form and monsters mm-hmm. will come out of them. So in the in the PUBG clone or whatever, the storm is encircling the island and the clouds slowly like work their way in to kind of yeah. force you inward. Okay. And you don't immediately die if you get swallowed up because I got swallowed up real fast. But it saps your health and if you can run back in time, yeah. then you'll be okay. Mm-hmm. So I made it back and then I immediately got shot. Uh, but I survived to number twenty. Okay. At a boy. So yeah, top one fifth. Uh, I've also been playing Overwatch. I've been playing Brigitte on the PTR. A lot of fun. Hopefully she comes out in the next week, two weeks probably. Uh, and I've, that's about it. That's all I've really been playing. Darkest right. Dungeon here and there. I popped open Pokemon Go the other day. Uh, yeah. I still have that on my phone, but I haven't even touched it in, in a year or two. I'll give you this crisp. You haven't touched it in two years, you're saying. Well, in a year, I'd say. It's been about a year. Okay. Right, since you even opened it, yeah, damn, yeah, it's been a while. All right, I have. Uh, so I worked with some kids this weekend, some mm. eighth grade weird guys. Well, you know ma- what? Let's save oh. that. Ah, okay. because we got a story we could kind of go into the news very easily. So let me talk about what I've been playing before that. That's the boss right there. Yeah. All right. So tell me, Captain. Uh, I finally beat Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. Whoa! One calendar year later. You know, and I hadn't been playing it in a while, and it, so that's how much game time it actually took, too. Yeah, that's how much time it took. No, and I think I had this issue with some other games where it's like, well, I need it. I had this same thing with Bioshock. I remember, like, I need to get all this stuff and be prepared for the boss because it's going to be so tough. And it was easy as hell. I could have done that months yeah. ago. I mean. I mean, I got all the memories. You know, that was the main oh. thing I wanted to do was get all the memories. Like real memories or in-game memories? <laughs> the story is kind of presented with memories. So you okay. kind of have to find these different locations gotcha. to get these memories. Okay, I was uh, just okay. trying, to make, <laughs> trying, to, trying to be clear. I wanted to get all those. And then I got some, uh, I got some Guardian Arrows, which I really didn't even need. And, I mean, I got the Hylian Shield a while ago. I think really you need the Hylian Shield to, to begin, I think. That's really what you need. And and so yeah, I it kind of did it sort of a covert way. Went kind of around the back. I climbed up the, I scaled the castle walls, and I died once during the battle. And that was just because I, I don't know, I was just being dumb. And yeah, it was really easy. Breath of the Wild is a really good case of uh, it's about the journey, not the destination. Sure, 100%. the destination was. Pretty cool, not that great. I mean, I, I really enjoyed the castle. I thought the castle was yeah. much more thorough than it normally is. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of fun. And then the boss battle, uh, yeah, I died one time, and it lasted, what, uh, 15 yeah. minutes? Yeah, 20 minutes. Whatever, it's fine. Yeah, um, you know, the Zelda does a thing which I really I kind of don't like is it takes you back to before you beat the boss. Yeah, I want to explore the the castle without yeah. without all the goo everywhere. Yeah, same here. Like I really don't like that with Zelda games like cuz yeah. I get why so you could go beat the boss mm-hmm. again, but that's very easy. You could just yeah. have a guy there, you know, and you talk to him he's like, "Do you want to fight the boss again?" He's going to say yes. Otherwise, you know, have it kind of a new thing. Mm-hmm. You can have the same side quests and all that, but make it kind of new. Well, cuz in the game you're able to go back and like replay through Link's memories, yeah. you can fight the bosses again. So they could just have a, a thing like that. Yeah. For Ganon. Yeah. It'd be neat. Yeah, and that's every Zelda game. I just it annoys me. It feels like you never did anything. I know? guess I guess their thinking is if we continue the story after Ganon's gone and you want to keep playing, 
all the guardians are gone, all the monsters are gone, all the evils. Like, there'd be nothing to do. Yeah. There'd be nothing to battle. You could finish the shrines, but there'd be nothing to fight. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, not necessarily. I mean... Well, because they're always... there because of... Yeah, Ganon, because all the of monsters. Ganon. Right. But, I mean, yeah, I guess so. Uh, and it's weird, because this is the third Zelda game in a row that I... I uh, took a very long time between beating it. I guess like playing it and beating it. Because mm-hmm. that was the same thing that happened with me in Twilight Princess. Uh, and then that was this, and the same thing with Skyward Sword. I took a big break. Yeah. And then this one, I took a big break. So, yeah. So, finally, I beat it. So, Yay. Chris Fields, get off my nuts. All right, Dang. Chris. Beat it. That's impressive. All right. So, now, Connor, what have you been playing? No, we have the news now, Trey. Oh, I, you, I thought you were going to talk about the Fortnite thing. Oh, yeah, we can. Yeah. Um, so I actually forgot about this conversation that I had. Anyway, to preface all of this, I was working with a, a group of about 10 eighth grade guys this weekend uh, for like six or seven hours for about three days. And uh, I learned some very interesting things about their nostalgia that I would like to share. Mm-hmm. Number one, Fortnite is still killer. They all love yeah, Fortnite. I love it. They were showing me Fortnite videos, trying to explain to me the strategy behind Fortnite, which apparently is just hide until about Sounds twenty, like PUBG, yeah. and then just kind of work That's your what way I in. Did. Yeah. These kids were really excited to show me that they each had a DS emulator on their phone. Yeah. And they were playing Mario Kart like the whole weekend. Oh yeah. And when we were driving from one place to another, we got talking about. You know, what was your first console? What kind of games did you play? They have a lot of nostalgia for the Wii. Yeah, okay, that's yeah. their N64. We talked NGQ. about, we were like, I was talking about like, oh, I got a GameCube, and they were like, yeah, you know, I my uh, my older brother had a GameCube, but I never really played it. It's like my memories of the N64, mm-hmm. which is crazy. And then they were like, yeah, dude, the Wii just had it all. The Wii was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all and the they, uh, Wii memes are going around. Not going around, but that's that's what's prevalent right now. You know, like five years ago, it was all like N64 music and stuff. Now it's mm-hmm. all like yeah. Wii Shop music. They played, the, uh, they played a Wii Shop trap beat for me, <laughs> which they were really proud of. Yeah. But it was crazy to hear them talking about like, yeah, dude, the Wii had it all. Like, Wii, like them, they were trying to tell me like, Wii... Wii Mario Kart is way better than Mario Kart 8. Yeah. I mean, like, they were know, like, everyone's favorite Mario Kart is the first Mario Kart they played. They're like, just the... Yeah. I mean, that's definitely true, because you know what my favorite one is? 64. No, I never played 64. Oh, what'd you game? Double Dash? Double, Double Dash. Dash. Double Dash is fun. Double yeah. Dash... Double Dash is great, yeah. I used to play it with my brother. Like, we would just play Double Dash all mm-hmm. the time. Used to? Is he okay? Um, yeah, we just haven't played Double Dash. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> but it was just one of those really weird things yeah. of hearing someone say... My favorite console, or the console I remember, was the Wii. The Wii. And then they were talking about, like, dude, the Wii U was just so oh. ahead of its time. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Really? They were telling me the Wii U is so good, and they're like, yeah, I don't, I don't really know about the Switch. I don't know about the Switch yet. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, it, they had some great games on the Wii U. I I'm surprised they they're all a bunch of Nintendo fans, too. Uh, I mean, they also were talking about how they play... Uh, like PS4 and Xbox One and stuff they like that. They still all play console games? or Yeah, they do. Okay. None of these kids are really into PC games. Though a lot of them were like, yeah, I, I like, I love my DS. Like, they were all talking about like DS nostalgia. Mm-hmm. That's their Game Boy. Yeah. It, it was it was just crazy. It's weird because like, like 10 years ago, the whole thing was, man, mobile games are going to take over. Like, I'm surprised they didn't even talk about mobile games. No, they yeah. didn't. They talked about the ability to load up your DS emulator yeah. on your phone. And like he pulled it out and he was playing it and I was like, 
this is I didn't even realize the phone like phones have gotten to the point where they can emulate very I've seen well people the DS emulate in sixty four games on there. Really? Yeah, I've seen. Mario uh, the only problem though is the DS. It has those shoulder buttons. Yeah. And uh, so they would be playing Mario Kart and they'd have to like contort their hands to try to like <laughs> mm-hmm. slide. It was awesome. Yeah. It was awesome to watch. But apparently you can also play uh, like local multiplayer. Whoa. So that was really cool. That's they were they were just letting me know. DS is a big was a big player. It's a big player in their nostalgia in the Wii of the all Wii. things. The Wii What the was co- their favorite games on the Wii? Uh they all really love Twilight Princess. Well, they, these got to be like you got These are certain kinds of kids. What I, does that mean? Because I just I don't know. Like, well, okay. So honestly, okay, four of them were really into Twilight Princess, and the other ones were like, yeah, we had a Wii growing up, and I really like it. But now yeah. I really like football. Okay, yeah, because like that that's <laughs> like pussy now. Because <laughs> that that seems look at the like, hair on my upper lip. <laughs> I mean, that's you know, it seems like you went into like a comic book store and met a bunch of kids. No, no, no. Okay, no. so about half of that group was like that, and the okay. other half of the group was like. Yeah, I play a lot of Fortnite now, and I still really love the Wii. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. Now that you're saying that, like, yeah, half of them were really into that, and then half of them were like, hey, you know what kind of music I really like? Music that has no words and is basically just, like, uh, house music. Dude, that's what I'm into. <laughs> and they were like, you know, the, you know that song, that meme song that plays behind people flying through space? Yeah, it's Rainbow uh, Road. No, it's the Bag Raiders song, Shooting Star. Like dun 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 dun. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. What are you doing? Yeah, what are you doing? Oh, that's it. This is my favorite remix. Yeah, they would play stuff like this. Anyway, I just it caught me off guard, and I wasn't expecting that sort of nostalgia. Sure. But it makes sense now that we're yeah. talking about. But it, I just had to share it with you because it was every time I'm with a group of kids that are younger than me, I always try to figure out like what's your cultural touchstone. Sure, I'm, I'm like that too. And for them, it was the Wii. Yeah. That's pretty cool. And vines. And that's vines. what we. Oh, R.I.P. Vines. That's what we. It's that's back. what we really bonded over. Yeah. Is uh vines, because if you like vines, you like the same two hundred vines, because yeah. that's really all that's around. You, you know what I do find funny though? I think y- you and me have more in common with the eighth graders than maybe thirty years ago. A person who was twenty two has in common with an eighth grader. I mean, that's probably true. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Yeah, I, I just think because technology and stuff like the internet is really i don't know internet video games i think just we were raised on certain things that are still kind of it's like sports you know people can like sports their whole life yep and people can like video games and movies their whole life. yeah it's great and uh i was happy to talk to them about whatever Mm -hmm. video games they wanted to talk about i was asking what they were playing and they were asking me what i was playing and it was good that's good. You're going to be our uh, week. We're going to have a weekly eighth grade update. Well, unfortunately, I don't see them on a, a weekly basis, but we'll see what I can do. <laughs> yeah, no, um, that's that's really fascinating. Yeah, uh, the young child is that. way into Nintendo. Too. Okay, I mean, if the you very young, if you want, yeah. if you want me to go younger, I teach. Uh, <laughs> okay, Ooh, mark that. <laughs> Fair. Uh, if if you want me to talk about, so like I teach pre-K, mm-hmm. uh, at my church, and so they're really into switches. Okay. Like I have like four. Four like four year old uh, guys in my class that are like, yeah, we were playing uh, Mario Odyssey on our Switch and we were like all into it. And so I'm, I, they're talking to me like, hey, did you get this moon and did you get this moon? And like my brother and I went to this part and we got this moon. Did you get that one? Have you uh, converted them into the pod- podcast? <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, hey, <laughs> take your parents' phone and go ahead and download <laughs> yeah, Super Games Cast 64. Yeah, <laughs> hit us with a like and if you uh, 
Good comments. If you give us a five star review, we'll uh, send you a game. Actually, if you give us any star review, we'll give no, you. No, it's five. Star. Oh, if you or give four. us a five star or a or four, four star with an accurate reason for not giving us a five star. I mean, if you give us a really, really good reason, giving us a two star. Yeah. Like it needs to be like a freaking novel. It's got to be in depth. Yes. But and if it's just yeah, so it. I'm telling them like, hey, bud, you need to take your parents' phone and download Super Games Cast. Yeah, hell yeah. But no, they really like uh, Breath of the Wild. They really like Mario Kart. They really like that's cool. I'm sure Kirby's gonna be a huge player. Mm-hmm. I'll uh, I'll get that info this week. Yeah, get that info. Yeah, my coworker and friend Jason, his his two kids are just way into Nintendo. Love Pokemon, Mario, all yeah. the all the old pals. All the old so. pals. It's got staying power. Yeah. I like those it definitely angry is. birds. Well, there you yeah, there you go. I'm happy for the youth of America. This right is uh this Very has been glad. kids and games this week. Yeah. All right. We got some news. We do have some news. We got news. a bunch of news. Uh I've cut it down some, but we do have a lot of news. Uh did you guys see that Fortnite is now the most watched and streamed game on Twitch? Well, I saw that because you put it in the uh the doc. More than uh Minesweeper? Yep. More than Minesweeper. It just edged out Minesweeper. I mean more than League. Yes. Yes. Over the past 14 days, it has been watched a total of 4,882 years, 208 days, and streamed a total of 246 years and 231 days. More than PUBG? Yes. The most streamed games are Fortnite at 246 years, PUBG at 106 years, League of Legends at 86 years, and... Just for like this week or month? This was for this week. Okay. And Overwatch at 51 years. So that's every single person watching concurrently. They just add up all that time yeah. into yes. That's pretty cool. We also have most watch games at Fortnite with four thousand eight hundred eighty-two years. League of Legends is in second with four thousand five hundred sixty-four years. Uh, Counter Strike is at two thousand eight hundred fifty-eight years, and PUBG rounds out the top four with two hundred two thousand five hundred twenty-one years watched. So wow. I don't know how long Fortnite's going to stay at the top, but for now, it is certainly in the lead. It's crazy, man, how it's just gotten so big. It's uh, it's a phenomenon, definitely. I think it's just because it's free, and it's on consoles. I think the free thing has yeah, a lot to do with 100%. it. 100%. And if they continue to add stuff to it, if they continue to add DLC, I think they'll continue to stay really hot. How are they making money right now? Is it loot boxes? I don't know. Let's ask Austin, who paid Austin. them $60. Uh, so they have 60 of my dollars, mm-hmm. um, but when I was on there today, it looks like there's some sort of... There's costumes, <clears throat> right? There's cosmetic stuff. There's also, like, little passes you can buy. I forgot what they're called, but they're, they're like, little tickets you can buy, and it'll be, like, for this round, your XP is, like, uh, plus 25% or whatever, or, mm. like... So I think there's little boosts you can buy and stuff. I don't know if they're in-game things, like, oh, your firepower is a little more, but, uh... They, that would be cheating. Yeah, yeah, that's how they're making money. Okay, all right. Hey, did you guys see that the Entertainment Software Association is going to meet with Donald Trump? Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, I know they put out a press release. Well, pretty much what it was was last week we told a story. I don't want to spend too much time on this because it's all smokescreen bullshit, like you were saying, Austin. Mm-hmm. Last week there was a story that the ESA had not even gotten a call from from uh-huh. Trump, and then. They uh, then they said that they did get a call, and I guess they're meeting tomorrow. And then they, I know in that article, I think it should be in that article, it says they pretty much said there is no correlation to violence in video games and real life violence. And yep. there's been studies and all that. So big waste of time. <laughs> maybe maybe they're gonna isn't that what most, talk about microtransactions? Isn't that what most of the government is though? Mm-hmm. 
Oh, damn. Burn. <laughs> Got him. Got him. Uh, are you guys familiar with uh, the company Real Dolls? Did you say familiar? I've heard of Real Dolls from uh, Jacob Kemp. I felt like this was a great story to do based on our uh, network. And if you aren't familiar, yeah, if you aren't familiar with what Real Dolls Inc. is, it is a company that is looking to create and are currently creating lifelike sex dolls. Oh yeah, it's the biggest sex doll company. Yeah, it's the Coca Cola of sex dolls. Yes, if you will, it's the Disney of sex dolls. Yes. Yeah, it's exactly. Big old Mickey Mouse or big old Goofy. Who would you want to have a sex doll of from one of the Mickey, uh, from a Disney character? <laughs> Donald Duck, that oh, big old man. round white ass. Yeah, that Donald Duck ass. So anyway, <laughs> real <laughs> dolls, they are going to be joining the games sure. uh, industry by announcing a $375 collector's edition with the game Buy Inside. No, in, just inside. I'm sorry, inside. That is weird. That inside came out like two years ago, and it's this small indie game. It's a really good game. Like I really liked it. It was one of my games of the year a few years ago. But that's that's weird. How? Why are they doing this? Let me read you what we've got. Yeah, this is arguably one of the strangest partnerships for a collector's edition ever. There is nothing to say exactly what this collector's edition will include, and you just have to come up with it. So what we do know is that there will be a physical PS4 copy of the game, as well as Steam codes for both uh, Inside and its pre- predecessor Limbo. Limbo's will, really good too. It will mm-hmm. cost three hundred seventy-five dollars, as well as shipping fees, because quote this edition weighs a surprising amount. Uh, Play Dead, Real Doll, and I Am Eight Bit are very cagey right now on the details. We will not tell you what it is. The description says. Maybe it's what you're thinking, maybe not. In addition, the companies only say that it'll launch, quote, when it's ready, and they state, don't order it if it makes you anxious. It's really weird. You have until June 8th to pre-order, by the way. Well, are we pre-ordering? Are we getting this? That's $375, dude. We'll we'll do a a joint buy with the films cast, and we'll get the the dildo, the uh, Shape of Water dildo, and put that on this real doll. I don't... Is it going to be, it's got to be something like that, right? Like, I don't get the correlation between Yeah, I looked at this game, game and, and it doesn't really look no, like. No, it's not. It's, you're this boy and you're going through this like uh, factory and it's. Yeah, it looked very robotic, which is creepy. It's, I don't get it. <laughs> which is somehow creepier if it's. Oh, it's really, it's a great game. It's creepy. Yeah, but it's, that's weird. Would you be more comfortable, <laughs> would you be more comfortable if it was a real doll of the uh, main character from Limbo? That would be weird. I think that might be what it is. If it's just all in silhouette, though? Yeah. It's just, yeah. Or what if it was Sonic? Okay, you took it there. No one else took it there, Trey. No one else was thinking that. You know you want it. No one else was thinking that. Austin, I think we've gotten to the point where Trey is the one who's obsessed with Sonic. No, I think you are. Trey, I want to be Sonic. I think you are obsessed with Sonic. Okay, who would you want a real doll of uh, Sonic? Sonic-wise. Uh, the princess that Sonic, Sonic made out with. Yeah, the, the princess that he made out with. No, your only options are woman. Knuckles, Tails, and Sonic. We Ooh. each have to get one. Tails seems like a very soft lover. Ooh. <laughs> I want Knuckles. I want to rough me up. All right. So I'm left with Sonic. You got yeah. Sonic. I'm left with Trace Hero. <laughs> your hero. Anyway, keep going. Well, that's all I got on the Real Dolls section of this, though. All right. Keep us updated on that story. I will keep you updated on Real Dolls, Inc. Yes. 
I know at one time they were attempting to have a real doll that you could uh, take parts out of and wash in your dishwasher. Great. So maybe yeah. that has something to do with this game. Yeah. God of War will have no microtransactions. Good. It's a single-player, straightforward story. Yeah, I don't game. even know what kind of microtransactions yeah. those could be. Unless it let you play as old Kratos, which I would be into. That'd be kind of cool. I like uh, in uh, the Arkham games, you can you get all those uh, costumes from yeah. old Batman. You, you know. can do big head mode, too. Yeah, it's fun. I like to fight as a giant Batman who looks mm-hmm. like he's got water on the brain. Yeah, who doesn't? Hey. Hey. The next Call of Duty is going to be Black Ops 3. Or Black Ops 4. Uh, yeah, you're right. It yeah. is I, 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 that's weird. I, 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 Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, are you guys you pumped? you the Battlefield story, though? The more important story? Uh, we haven't gotten there yet, Trey, but I can move. I didn't know if that was one you The new Battlefield is called Black Ops 4. It is. Mm-hmm. New, it's ba- it's called Battlefield Black Ops 4. Are you guys Black Ops fans, or are you more of the... I am not a Call of Duty mm-hmm. fan. Yeah, same here. I've tried playing it. It's just... It's too mean. I think mean. the last Call of Duty I played was actually Black Ops 2. Okay. Like, played yeah. with the multiplayer for a long time. Mm-hmm. So I don't you, remember the last time I played a Call of Duty. If you guys love Never. Call of Duty. Love it. You're probably not listening to this podcast. Well, you might be. Uh, I mean, we like, you know, we want all people, inclusive podcasts. You're right. There's a good chance you are listening to this podcast because you found us through the Blowout Network. Hey, the next Battlefield is going to be set in World War II, probably. No way! Whoa. And may may only have cosmetic microtransactions. I think, hey. they, I think they're saying only cosmetic because they are gun-shy right now, EA is. Yeah, they shouldn't say they, anything yeah. about it. Yeah. No one's going to do pay-to-win stuff anymore. Yeah. A source close to the new Battlefield there game told Kotaku, we didn't take any of the loot box controversy lightly. What a lie. There's, they. I'm 100% sure that all the higher-ups took that. Very light. Man, they lost a lot of money. Disney went down on them hard. I'm sure they're pretty. <laughs> You've done that two weeks in a row. That's just what it's called. No, it's not called that. They put the hammer to them. How about that? Cracked down on them. Cracked down on them. Stop looking at me, Austin, every, judgmentally. Every time Trey says went down on them. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, but yeah I mean, last week he used an insensitive shot them or something you know, like we that. Should, we should play this. We can get Brad on again. Which one's Brad? Brad uh, of the uh, Blow the Belt podcast. Who? Brad, remember uh, that guy? You I don't, don't remember? Never heard of him? You don't never remember his name? I don't think. No. I think that was before my time. It was before your time. Yeah, I mean, World War Two is a cool little war. You know, a lot apparently of cool it's stuff the happened. only war people know about. Yeah. Kind Did of. you know that other wars have happened? I think it's a very easy war to portray because there is a definite bad guy. Let's and do some a more nom. Nom is good, but that you know, I think it, I think World War II lends itself to having great stories because it is a battle of good versus evil, like a straight down the line. It is good versus evil. It's like Whereas, modern day Lord of the Rings, pretty much. Sure, yeah. Which is, I mean, Lord of the Rings is kind of based on World War One. Yes, yeah, well, more. yeah, yeah, yeah. It is kind of. And well, he was influenced by World War One, and but it's right. more World World War Two. Because the whole, you know, the the trees mm-hmm. or the ants the don't want to fight. But well, that's like, all hey, World we need War One. Because he was in what used to be like beautiful French countryside yeah. during his the battles that Tolkien was in, and mm-hmm. the trees were just like stripped bare yeah. from shelling. But like when they were saying they don't want to go fight, and then but then Mary and Pippin took him to see mm-hmm. the, the carnage, and then yeah. they're like, 
you need to fight because of this. And so they're like, okay, well, we're going to fight for what's right, mm-hmm. the party. That's what they said in the movie. Anyway. Yeah. So you guys more pumped for Battlefield or more pumped for the new Call of Duty? I like Battlefield more. So does my roommate. Do you like Call of Duty better? I don't really care. The only yeah. thing, the only problem I have with Battlefield is, at least the times that I've played it, they drop you real far from the action. Mm-hmm. Huh. That's sorry. All. So my roommate, I just realized that we've never told the story. My roommate uses a uh, a handle online to make people believe that he is American. Is he not? No. What is he? He is from Egypt. Okay. But his username is specifically like. The whitest white guy name it could possibly be. <laughs> like Carl. Trey T. Mitchell. Ooh. Yeah, it's actually... No, it's, actually, my name is not white. It's Cray Trey. My name is not white yes. at all. You have an urban name, is that what Trey you're saying? is a very urban Street name. name. <laughs> you, you look up the name Trey, and you will not see people who look like me. Anyway, he, uh, he plays Battlefield a lot, which is why I was thinking about this. He plays Battlefield a lot more than Call of Duty, but he also uses a name that online, if you saw it, you'd be like, this is probably just a white dude. Mm-hmm. Brad, something yeah. like that. Yeah, something like that. Like it's a, a first name and a last name. Adam Fullerton. Yeah, I think, yeah, he uses Adam Fullerton. Mm-hmm. So does your roommate always pick Farah or Anna when you guys are playing Overwatch? He actually doesn't play Overwatch. If he were to play, would he always pick Farah? No, he'd probably pick Soldier 76. Okay. Because he likes shooters. I got into an argument with Ariel about this. If you pick Soldier 76, you're a bad person. Yes. Okay. Unless you're Spencer. Spencer can wreck shop with Soldier 76. Mm-hmm. I got in an argument with Ariel about, because she has a Korean friend and who plays Overwatch, and I was like, oh, does she like to play D.Va? And Ariel was like, that's very offensive. No. And I was like, no, I, I don't think it is. Well, like, why did, well, you know, oh, keep going, I'm sorry. Like, if I went, if I played a Japanese game and there was, you know, one American character, I'd probably be more inclined to pick that mm-hmm. character. You want to pick someone... Who looks like you? Right. It's not Mostly. like oh, she's play. She yeah. has to play her because she's Korean. No, it's it's you relate. It's the whole reason why there's Black Panther. It's, right. It's representation. You know, it's you want to relate to someone that looks like you. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, but and that's not saying there can't be like good stories with like the new Assassin's Creed has mm-hmm. a, an Egyptian. And that's that's fun to play in stories with yeah. people who are not like you. Yeah. But sometimes you just want to play someone who looks like you. And, and Korean is also a nationality. Yeah. Not necessarily it's not a race. Like if there's a, if there's a Asian American character in a game, I'm going to be more inclined to probably pick, if I'm just starting out in that game, I'm probably going to be more inclined to pick that character. I always, I, relate yeah. to I always kind of do just generic white dude. When yeah. I play a game. Yeah. Even though, like, you know, I know a lot of people who play as female because it's mm-hmm. better to look at when you're playing a nice. big open world game, The whole, you know, for hours and hours. Yeah. But Talking about that just, butt, Trey? I don't think I have ever picked female if it wasn't, yeah. like, explicitly really? given to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, and, and, like, Horizon Zero Dawn was a great game. Like, I really loved it, and I had a female protagonist. But that was, like, an actual story. And Yeah. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't get the people who don't, who get really upset when there's a female protagonist. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, oh, because I'm not playing a game to see myself in the game. Right. You know, I'm playing it to get a story. Femship was the better shepherd. That's what I heard, yeah. Yeah, Femship was mm-hmm. better. Yeah. Anyway, more stories. Do you have the two E3 stories? Or did you delete those? Trey, are you going to let me do the news or do you want to do the news? Wow. All right. All right. We're going to get to. 
chill. You said you deleted some stories, so I'm just no. I didn't delete any stories. Okay, I said that for the listeners. Okay, (laughs) this is all for the listeners. Trey, unfortunately, the Super Seducer is not going to come out on launch day. I know you're looking to download it. Super Seducer, the PS4 game about picking up women, Hmm. has been blocked by Sony from being put on their console. What? Yes. Super Seducer is a game that bills itself as, quote, the world's most realistic seduction simulator. Mm. It's been blocked. It was supposed to come out <sighs> today on PC, or on PS4. It came out on PC. The world's most sed- realistic seduction simulator. It was supposed to come out today on both PC and PS4, but Sony blocked its release on the PS4. The company offered no explanation on why it won't sell the game, but... The game does feature real video of seduction guru Richard La Ruina <laughs> oh, uh, about how to pick up ladies at bars and coffee shops and such. So this isn't like a Japanese dating sim game. No, I think like it's that. an FMV game. <laughs> oh, Yeah, I don't think that's uh, going to fly right now. Lorena's, La Ruina's comment was, my comment is that I have no comment. Oh. <laughs> so helpful. Um uh, it was supposed to. It launched on Steam today at ten dollars. With that was the base game. Now it comes with add-on packs like Earning the Kiss and Nighttime Strategy for four dollars each. Oh, this sounds real. First of all, like very rapey to begin with. Very uh, like me hashtag me too ish, and also just like whoring themselves out as a game. Just like you can buy these other masturbatory. <laughs> Catalysts. I just like that it's this nighttime strategy. <laughs> uh, it has a uh, very positive aggregate review score on Steam. Oh, I'm sure. If that makes you want to download it. Yeah. Also, this is your uh, assignment. Play okay. I'll play it, and yeah. then I'll see who I can seduce. Yeah. So you can seduce. Wait. No, Trey, why don't you play it, and you'll get all the chicks in the w- that you can. I don't want to say all the chicks in the world, but you can, you'll get a bunch. Well, I get, no. you know. No, Lexi's married. Yeah. It's not no, not Lexi. Ask, ask the other one. Sarah. No. Uh, oh, well, I thought you meant Gina. Oh, Gina? Gina? Yeah, about, maybe you could use that old seduction Ariel? simulator on What about Ariel? Don't, don't even try. What about Ariel? No, you've already you've already, already you've already burned that bridge. I did. Yeah. She hates me. No, I haven't told her, but Okay. She can sense it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah, why don't you use it on uh on the love of your life, see if it works. <laughs> okay, we'll do. Okay. Hey, you're back play in a week. Game with me? <laughs> anyway. No, I don't think you play it with her. <laughs> yeah, that's what you do. That's what you used to do. Well, you don't hook her up to it. <laughs> like a clockwork orange, yeah. have her eyes. Yeah. Locked Trey, open. If this is how you think it works, then. It's how it works. I have some news for you. How it works. It's how love happens. All anyway. Right. Anyway, this game has been blocked. Yeah. <laughs> Probably for good. Uh,. Monster Hunter became Capcom's best-selling game yeah. ever. Didn't we cover this last week? Yeah, it Didn't seems we? like every week we're covering yeah, every week that it's, it's the best game ever. We need to play it, or we need to get someone on here who plays it and explain it to Kirk. us. If yeah, you Kirk. listen, yeah, <laughs> yes. Hunter got to meet Kirk. He I did. Yes, and everyone should meet Kirk. So if we can get him on this air, it's got to happen. All right, yeah. So yeah. we'll try to do that. We need to get Kirk and Nick on. Or if you listen to us uh, weekly and can prove that somehow. Uh, Hit us up, hit one of us up on Twitter, and we'll vet you and see if you can come on. Yeah, totally. We'll get someone on that that we. That we Trey need. doesn't really seem like he's interested in that idea. I'm though. very interested in that idea. I know. I think I don't think Perry's playing it. 
I know Krista Fields is playing it, though. Oh. All Trey can think about is using that seduction simulator on one of his many targets. <laughs> targets? Or, sorry, victims. Victims? <laughs> <laughs> oh, how many victims, Austin? Yeah. Not yet. Yeah, not yet. Not, yet. <laughs> not victims until it happens. Yeah, uh, good for Capcom and Monster Hunter World. It seems like a fun game. This is the least sincere thing. No, it does look very fun. I wish I had the time to play it or the money to buy it right now, but I don't. Do you have the $10 to spend on the seduction sim? Oh, I had that. I definitely have that. Here's one for you. Oh, thank you for my dollar. And $4 on the uh, nighttime strategy. Yeah. 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 Don't go in without a strategy. Yeah, yeah, you can't do that. So Bethesda's going to have a uh, E3 showcase. Hell yeah. Another E3 for Bethesda. What do yep. you think they're going to talk about this year? I think it's probably Elder Scrolls if they're having... Or maybe it's thing. a new thing they're doing. If you didn't watch the video that they released, it's a little paper craft sort of thing. Sort of mm. looks like all made Ooh. of paper. Yeah. And the theme is creating something special. It teased characters from Elder Scrolls, Fallout, and Dishonored. Maybe they're not making. They're anymore? not making another Dishonored. No, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I first Dishonored is incredible, though. I doubt we get any Fallout. Anything yeah. we just have one. Uh, I think the chances of um, them announcing a new IP is pretty good. Kirk is obsessed with Starfield. I think is what it's. It Me too. Called... I liked uh, Slippy. It was okay. some. Uh, okay. Don't even right. listen to him. No. Um, it wasn't it. Yeah, they were teasing some like space game right it was right? a rumored space mm-hmm. ip but kirk is like obsessed with he's like sure they're gonna call it starfield even though that was just like a rumor that started <laughs> yeah. online and uh he wouldn't stop talking about it but they're either gonna do that or they're gonna announce new elder scrolls because it's been seven years mm, well i think it's what is it uh 2011 was elder scrolls 2014 it was the same it was the same uh team that did Fallout 4. Mm-hmm. And that, so 2011 to 2014, right? Well, 2015. Oh, 2015? Yeah. So that's that's four years? Uh-huh. I want a new school. And then, uh, and so 14 to 18, another four? Well, they uh, probably don't have the same team working on Elder Scrolls as they do I think Fallout. they do. I think it's the They've also been doing Howard Elder Scrolls team, right? online yeah. for forever. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I... There was reports. There's been reports that they're going to be working on two where, other things. Where do you want Elder to go? Scrolls is way, way, way far away. In Elder Scrolls, where would you want the setting to be? Skyrim. They, I do. Do you Skyrim think it'll too. be Skyrim too? No, no, they're, they're not going to do that. They've they've already gotten so much out of Skyrim. They have a bunch of ma- but, there's a bunch of worlds or a bunch of continents. Yeah, there's yeah. so much they can pull. Yeah, I just think like let's go to the one where I, the Argonians are from. I'd love to. I would love to see an HD remake of Oblivion. Yeah, I'd love to play that, like in the Skyrim engine, Oblivion. Well, there were five years between Oblivion and Skyrim. Mm-hmm. We've already had seven. But it's also harder to make games nowadays. Like uh-uh. These games are getting bigger and bigger. No. But have you seen computers now? <laughs> yeah. Real, real that, fast. That daggum computer, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, I'd like to see like an HD of... Because I never played Oblivion, and I just look so outdated mm-hmm. to go back and play it right now. So, But, uh, you know, maybe something in that with... Uh, the actual oblivion, the uh, underworld, would be cool to yeah. see. Well, you get to go there and let's go to the uh, high elf place. Do you go there in Skyrim? Did you not do the main quest? I did the main quest. That's not. That's not. Wait, I thought oblivion was like hell. Oblivion's just like another dimension. You go there to fight Alduin. I that's. I thought that was somewhere else. No, that's at. that's in oblivion. I'm pretty okay. Sure. Yeah. I don't know. Let's go. Where are the high elves from? High elves. Yeah. Uh, Great Havens. Yeah. 
Greenhaven. Let's go there. Okay. Okay. Uh, no, I, I thought that was I thought that was like Othgar or some like heaven place for warriors. I didn't think that was. You're thinking of Valhalla. Valhalla. Yeah, wasn't that Valhalla? Let me see. Yeah, go check that because I I thought yeah I didn't think it was because from what I've seen, Oblivion's like hell almost, like demons and shit. Whoa. Yeah. I think they're called Daedrics. Daedrics. Daedra. Daedra. Because the Daedric princes and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, I did actually delete whatever story, whatever other story you were asking about. Oh, don't worry about it. So I know the EA conference was announced as well. There's some other EA thing. Yay, the microtransaction conference. Yeah. That's what I like to call yeah. it. Yeah. I'm excited. Bethesda's always they always have some kind of something cool up their sleeve and you know, maybe we'll see some Wolfenstein stuff. I don't know. Finally, last but not least, mm-hmm. of course, Nintendo decided to have a direct yep. uh, the day after we record. So you yep. will not be getting direct news this week. No. It will be next week from mm-hmm. us. So, <sighs> mark yeah. your calendars because uh, they're going to give uh, some new Switch and DS games coming this week in a direct presentation, which includes new details on Mario Tennis Aces, which I am very excited about. Oh, yeah? Do you think we get a new main Mario character. Just like we got Waluigi from the first Mario Tennis. No, but I guarantee you that the Squid Kids will be in this Mario yep. Tennis. They need to just revert all their Mario Tennises and Mario Karts to Nintendo Tennis and Nintendo Kart. No, Mario Kart is a fantastic series with a great lineage. But they've lineage. already done it. They already have Zelda Link and... Uh, but it's he's DLC. He's not the he's not a main character. But he's, he's invited. It's not like Smash where you have... You know, like they're they're uh, Dorf. they're uh they're models fighting each other. I don't know. I, I think I think they need to be more inclusive. Mario Kart does. Anyway, Mario Tennis Aces looks fantastic. Yeah, we should play it, and we could have battles against each oh, other. Oh, I will play it because there's going to be a story mode. Do you have to hook up uh, your Wii remote to it? Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. Oh, you got those little controllers, the uh, you know what Joy Cons. Since this is happening, and we have no advance, like we we. Don't know what's going to be announced. Mm-hmm. What is one game that you hope is announced, and what is one game that you have no idea? Like you're just throwing it out there, Austin. I hope they announce some sort of Smash Brothers news. Okay, whether it be a port I or a new game. It. I think they're it, saving that for E3. Yeah, there's. I don't think that'll happen in this, but I think there is a great okay. chance that happens. Um, what's your out there prediction? Or, or you got to pick a safe bet too. Safe bet. Out there. All right, out there is Smash. Okay. I doubt they will, but I'm hoping. What's your safe bet? Uh, my safe bet? Um, I'm going to say, it's going to be weird. Pikmin? Maybe? Maybe Animal Crossing? I don't. Those are E3 things. You think? This is going to be really small? It, yeah, this they're is always a half really hour, small. This is a half-hour direct. This isn't the one of the 10-minute ones. Yeah. Trey. I, I know for a fact they're going to be announcing Diablo 3 for the Switch. Yeah, that's already been <laughs> yeah. said. Yeah. Yes. We didn't. Ha- I think I put that news story. And you deleted it. Yeah, I did. which I'm excited. To, I'm gonna download and sure. play. It looks fun. Yeah, I wish I had all the money in the world, and there would be a lot of games I'd download on the Switch. Dang. Uh, and uh, out there prediction. I mean, Smash is probably the out there, or like more news on Metroid. Yeah, we get a Metroid yeah. trailer. Or we get some Pokemon trailer. I, that's gonna be my safe bet. I'm gonna say I bet we get some sort of Metroid teaser. Okay. Some teaser for some main tier two or above. All right. Series. Ma- I say, do you think we hear about Virtual Console? Ooh, that feel perhaps we might hear about a small 
we might hear a small thing about virtual console, but I think the full virtual console rollout we'll hear about around E3. Okay. Yeah. My safe bet is that there's going to be some sort of Pokemon news, whether that's remake, yeah. whether that's you know more added to the 3DS like eShop or whatever. I think Pokemon will be there in some some form or fashion. And my out there prediction, which hopefully they're saving for E3, is that uh, Super Mario Sunshine is getting, oh, nice. getting a right. remake. I think my new safe bet is it's going to be uh, Diablo 3 and some of the other stuff we talked about for a few minutes. And then for like 24 minutes, it's going to be like Easter theme, Switch uh, themes and stuff. Like you can get like an Easter background. You could get like. That sounds uh, real. Yeah, a Pikachu wearing an Easter hat in that Pokemon Go. It's spring's coming, Trey. It is coming. You, you need to accept it. I, I've accepted it. It's coming. Okay. What, spring is coming. Well, Twitter. That's all the news. We got to yeah. go to Twitter. Yeah. Wait, I have uh, big news. Oh. Age of Empires Definitive Edition is uh, almost one-third of the way downloaded good job good work Thank hey you. thanks for downloading it during the cast yeah, yeah. i appreciate your commi- using the tickets bandwidth i That's right. i really appreciate your commitment to your craft all right twitter questions we got some new ones yeah i know i'm i gotta roll to them gotta roll through them, uh man. matt birmingham says what up then he replies that with you up are you guys up okay he he just got himself banned from <laughs> In the podcast, he doesn't even listen. You know that? Uh, oh well, no. now he, he's got super banned. Adam Fullerton says, Ooh. "Proud of the consistent message from the cast team." That's not a question, but thanks for commenting. Because he, I copied what you wrote, and then I posted that, and so Adam's just trying to be a little snarky, little snarky guy. Uh, Blowout podcast captain Mike Saroy says, "What are we going to name our pirate ship in Sea of Thieves? Is Shannon in or out?" So I told Mike. Connor needs to be on the ship. And he trusts me, and he said, okay, Connor, you got to start low, though. Uh, Mike, obviously, is the captain. Yeah. Uh, Shannon is probably out. We've been He's a guy who works with us. We've been trying to get him to buy an Xbox, and he won't. He said he doesn't know if his wife would like it. Oh. I know. Oh. So Shannon's out, or he's in the brig. Uh, I guess that <laughs> moves me up to first mate. Uh, Trey, you're second mate. Oh. Um and then uh, any more dang dirty pirates that we can that we can corral we'll Russell get them on the ship. Up. Yeah. Do we get uh Zach yeah. and yeah. Uh, Adam and Spencer? Yeah, we'll get them. Well, Kirk, the can Kirk wear a hat? Pirate hat? Kirk always has to wear a hat. <laughs> he is very bald. He'll uh burn, he'll burn his poor little head. He is extremely bald. Mm-hmm. One of the baldest men I've ever seen. He is very bald. So what was the uh the rankings you're telling Mike about? Mike Soroy, you're saying that you're ranking the show? Or something, or no? That we just went over the the rankings. crew rankings. Yeah, that was. The, oh, I thought you. I thought you were talking about just like us in general. No, no, the power structure on our pirate ship. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, I'm second mate. I'm not first mate. No, that's me. Why are you first? Well, I don't know. Maybe you'll earn that first mate spot. What's I'm our ship called? Kill you for first mate. Oh. How about the ship is called Shape of Water? <laughs> ship of Water. Ship of Water. Yeah. All right, I'm okay with that. <laughs> the Ship of Water. Uh, I was doing some reading on. Actually, it was on Forbes mm-hmm. about Sea of Thieves, and it seems really cool. The guy uh, who was writing it, he was like, Sea of Thieves seems truly next-gen. He was yeah. talking about, like, the leap from 2D to 3D was a very distinctive, you know, jump to next-gen, and then uh, after that, the jumps got a little more blurred. 
So he was saying that it seems next gen because it, it seems to have kind of removed all the like video gamey elements from it. Like you don't have like a map you pull up with like by pressing X. You have a map on a table in your ship and you have to walk down to like see the map. And if you find like a thing of treasure, you you pick it up, you bring it back to your ship and you don't like place in ship inventory. You place it physically somewhere in the ship and it'll move around or if it gets tossed overboard, it's lost. Like you actually find a physical space for it in the ship. And same with your inventory and all this other stuff. And he said the the water just looks amazing and the first person view is incredible and it just it feels really cool. And I'm all right. I'm pretty stoked. All right. Are we going to all play this together? Yeah, we're all going to get it and we're going to have our own we're going to be on Ship of on Water. On Xbox 1 on Ship yeah. of Water. Mhm. Are we going to name it Ship of Water? Uh, what, what? Connor's giving me shifty eyes. Shifty eyes. Do you know how long it took for me to get a switch? <laughs> <laughs> you got that fancy new Don't you oil have two Xboxes now? now? Yeah, I have two Xboxes. Why do you have Connor? two Xboxes? One for upstairs, one for downstairs. Yeah, that's, that's the most right. embarrassment of riches thing I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah. Well, Nathan's always watching Bones downstairs, and I gotta move upstairs, and I was sick of dragging the Xbox upstairs. Yeah, that yeah makes sense. So two Xbox makes total sense. All right, Chris the Field sent us a question last week, but we had to use his questions from two weeks ago for last week's Twitter question. So now mm-hmm. we're gonna use his last week's Twitter question for this week's Twitter question. Does that make sense to everyone? No. Yes. I'm going to give you the game. I'm going to give you a price, and you're gonna tell me if that is the true cost of the DLC. And the game, the entire DLC in the game, if that is too high or too low. Okay. It's a contest between you and Trey. All right. Are you guys ready? Yes. Sid Meier's Civilization V on Steam, $89.27. Is that too high, too low, or the exact price of the game and all the DLC? That's everything. That's I think that's right on. Trey. I almost want to say it's too low. Boom. Trey, starting out of the gate. Hot. It is too low. The actual yeah. is one hundred nineteen dollars and thirty-five cents. Right. Civ five, yeah, and all the that's deals. Crazy. Super Smash Bros. for Wii U. Trey, you're gonna get to go to start first. Forty-three dollars and sixty-seven cents. It's too low. They usually those games you usually say at like fifty dollars, sixty dollars. Austin. Yeah, it's too low. You're correct. It's too low. Seventy-three dollars and eighty-eight cool. cents. Yep. Borderlands two on Steam. Austin. $209.02. That's too high. I think this is the original Borderlands. Borderlands 2. And yeah. all the DLC. It's too high. Trey. I think it's the same price because I remember seeing this. And it's pretty expensive. You think it's the exact same, price? Yeah. It is actually too high. Oh. The actual retail is $154.54. I knew it was something oh, ridiculous. Crazy. So Austin yeah. is winning right now. How is he winning? Because he got two of them correct. No, you got two of them. Go back yeah. and review the tape. All right. Trey's Don't worry. Winning. Don't Trey's winning. Uh, Rocket League on Steam, Trey. $55.80. That's too high. I think that's right on. It is right on. Oh, really? Austin gets it. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, Austin. $36.92. Is there DLC, Trey? There is DLC. That's too low. Trey. It's too low. He's got me at actual nineteen ninety nine, so that would be too high. Whoa. Okay. And finally, Austin. Yes. Sims three on Steam. One hundred and forty six dollars and seventy five cents. Trick question Sims is not on Steam. Sims is on EA Origin software. Okay, it doesn't download. matter. It's for download. <laughs> uh what was the price? 
$146.75. Right on. Trey? I'll say it's right on. You're both way wrong. And if you spend this much is money like, on The Sims, you need to find something like better to do with your time. $4. It's $379.81. And if you've bought every piece of that DLC, please stop listening. Jeez. And go seek help because you need, you have some issues mm. that I can't even begin to dive into. All right, that was our Chris the Fields game for this week. We got some more questions. Though. We do. I'm scrolling back up. Trey, you're not really vamping for me, so hey, you know, Austin, how you get, how you doing today? What you? All right, doing? no, we're good, we're good. Okay. Have you ever played Shadow of the Colossus? If so, no. what's your favorite Colossus? I don't I don't play video games. Okay. Yes, if, yeah, uh, you know that's a question for you guys. I think because I think I've never played it. I'm on record. Trey, which one is it? Hurry. Uh, favorite Colossus. Um, mine's the one of Rhodes. I like the little little. Uh, Desert monster, the one that swims. No, the one that is in the the sand. I mean, I like the uh, the second one, like kind of the um, one on all fours is really cool. Um, oh no, you know what my favorite is is the really tall one on the big pillar that uh, you have to uh, the the really giant one is really cool at the uh, the I think it's the third Colossus. Sweet, it's really cool. I've only gotten I know Chris is like halfway through. I've only gotten about halfway my original playthrough, and I'm. I haven't really played the remake in a while, so I need to go back and play that. I think there's like nine games that I've started and have not <laughs> finished, so I need to get through that. Austin. Uh, I like the turtle one. All right. I don't know if that's real or not, but we'll I'll move on. I think it's real. Uh, what are your opinions on the Dark Souls, or on the Souls series? If you played any, which is your favorite? Uh, the turtle one. <laughs> I'm not playing any of the Souls games. I haven't either, but I'm going to buy the one that comes out yeah, on Switch. Yeah, get that one. And I mean, I have Bloodborne. I've only played a little bit of Bloodborne. That's, uh, and that's it's supposed to be a lot better. And it looks a lot cooler. The thing with the Souls is they, they're really cool looking games aesthetically. I really dig the aesthetic, especially Bloodborne. Because the further you get into that game, the more Lovecraftian it becomes. But I've just not really put a lot of time into them. Excellent. Ben Lukert asks, "Do you think the sweet? What do you think the sweet spot for playing games is now? Allowing time for patches, etc. I started replaying Mass Effect Andromeda after playing it when it first came out, and it's so much better now. Okay, um, it depends on the game, really. It depends on the game type, I yeah. guess. Because I could see like Monster Hunter World in like a year or two when people drop off uh-huh. and not being." The experience being a little less just because that right. game seems like it's really good in multiplayer. Mm-hmm. But something, yeah, that has a lot of patches. Civ won't be good till the very end. Yeah, if you believe any of the internet people. I mean, Civ 5 for sure was not at its peak until mm-hmm. now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it just depends. Uh, because, you know, there's something to be said for the conversation around video games, talking about a video game while it's popular. You know, while it's big, and then everyone can kind of discover it together. I think a good example is The Last of Us for me. Like, I didn't play The Last of Us when that came out, and I'd heard about it. I know the ending. I've you know I've know everything about it, and then I play the game, and it just didn't have the same effect that it would if I'd played that when it came out. And that's not the game's fault. That's my fault. So I think, I think yeah, there are certain games that are that benefit from waiting. Yeah. When especially when it's kind of bare bones at first, like a Destiny. Mm-hmm. But then there's, you know, I think there's something to be said for being in the moment with like, the game. Like Madden or Call of Duty. Those are good right when they come out and then the the enjoyment fizzles sure. away. 
Yeah. Usually it's one of two trajectories. Usually it's really good when it comes out and mm. drops off, or it comes out broken and has to be fixed mm-hmm. yeah. to the point where it's good. Or you get a Nintendo game, which is just fine. Yep. Cool. Or mine's anything else? else? Yes, we're gonna skip Krista Fields' long conspiracy theory about Smash Brothers for this week. We'll put a pin in that for next week. And the last question we got is from the subfiend at Darian McBee. Oh, that's Darian. You know Darian, right? Uh, also, I remember Darian. Yeah, Darian, real tall guy. Love Darian. All right, anyway. He says, why does this cruel world still deny us Kirby Air Ride 2 and Skate 4? Yeah. Austin? Are people really clamoring for the Kirby Air Ride games? I think they're clamoring for so. skates. <laughs> I don't think they are either. I think people want another skate. I think people would rather have skate than Kirby Air Ride. Yeah. Can we get another Tony Hawk game? No. Is that never. too much to we'll ask? Never, never get another Tony Hawk game. Ever. Mm. Can we get another Sean White game? No. Well, I mean, I, maybe. There's your answer. Yeah. Sub Fiend. That's your answer, buddy. Mm. I'm sorry. That's all we got. Yeah. He really hates Connor, too. Why? Because he wanted to be on the podcast. Well, then he should have should have done some work. <laughs> yep. Love you, Darian. It's all good. Trey, where can we find you on Twitter? Find me at CrayTreyVids on Twitter. Where can we find you on YouTube? You can find me on YouTube at CrayTrey1310. Where can we find you at the Mavs game? I'm not going to the Mavs game. Oh. I'm boycotting the Mavs. Okay. Uh, you am boycotting anybody who works for the Mavs or a part of the Mavs. Well, if Trey goes to any of those, you can be sure that he's using SeatGeek. Oh, yeah. Use SeatGeek. Mm-hmm. And also, please, leave us a comment on iTunes. You can leave us a little four-star comment. And if you do... Please send it to us, and we'll get you a free game or something like that. Trey will out of his own pocket. Yeah. I can help out. So, yeah, please do that. Please give us a review. Let us know what you think. Uh, Austin, you can be found. Where can you be found in the world? At Helen Smiller uh, and at Sports Sperm. Okay. Connor? You can find me at CD Reisenhoover on Twitter. I am not as active as I once was, but if you do... Tweet at me, I will get back to you. Oh, nice. Pretty regularly. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, thank you for listening. It's been a fun show. That's right. Yeah. And hey, if you want to Snapchat Trey, he'll pop on the second you start typing. Not anymore. I turned that off. Oh, good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Sure. What I liked how you described, what did you describe yourself as? You were like, because I asked why you popped on when it was typing, and you said, because I have the reflexes of a monkey. Oh, yeah, I got a monkey brain. My oh, monkey yeah. brain just hears the, the clicking, and oh, my God, turn it on. Yep. Yeah. Anyway. Brain. Thank you for listening. Watch the Nintendo Direct. Yeah, yeah, watch that Direct. Oh, you know what? Hold on. I forgot one thing. Yeah. I forgot to add, you know what? The game's coming out this week. Uh, oh, Devil shoot. May Cry, It's fine. Devil May Cry is coming out again. A remake of Devil May Cry is coming out on the 14th. And then some PSVR game that no one cares about is coming out. I'm sure there are people who care. And the there you who go. It doesn't matter. It's a PSV- if you have a PSVR you know, and you're really starved for games, you don't deserve. The people who created that game probably care. Ready? The Devil May Cry HD Collection comes out March 13th for PS4, Xbox My One, and PC. I hope people stop listening. And finally, Golem from uh, oh, PSVR. Oh, Rings game. Or uh, it's about the Jewish Golem that you put a scroll in and kills your enemies. I think that's how the Golems work. I don't know. Look him up. All right. Thanks for podcasting. You're welcome. I had a dream that I was floating to your house In the summertime I had a dream that I was 300 feet 
in the summertime. These visions, I can change them. Sort and rearrange them. A world of understanding, which you have never seen before. I had a dream that I was floating to your house in the summertime. that I was 300 feet tall in the summertime how could I make you understand we are radiant beams of light shining bright even when we are small in the fall This is where it picks up the snare coming in. It feels good, it gets you hyped. People know the chorus by this point, so they can sing with you and you go. I had a dream that I was floating to your house in the summertime. I had a dream that I was 300 feet tall. When? When was it? Tell them. In the summertime. These visions, I can change them, sort and rearrange them. A world of understanding, which you have never seen before. I had a dream that I was floating to your house in the summertime. I had a dream that I was 300 feet tall. Thank you guys for in the summertime.